0: I'm Lindsay with Wild Root Flower Company. And I'm Shannon from Bloom Hill Farm. Over the last six years, we've leaned on each other as we grew our farms into the profitable six-figure
1: farms they are today. We want you to join us each week as we have real, honest conversations about life and business. And we promise you'll leave feeling inspired and your farming toolbox will be filled with actionable strategies you can implement at any stage in your business.
0: Learn from our mistakes as we talk business, marketing, and growing techniques to help you create the farm of your
1: dreams. So let's roll up our sleeves and get the dirt on flowers. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the dirt on flowers. I, Shannon, Mm -hmm. do you have any snakes we have found Mm -hmm. on the farm this year? Yeah. What? How many snakes? Like eight so far. Ew. We never almost ever, never have snakes, ever. This year, I'm telling, there was a dead bat in the barn. I'm like, what are these satanic animals doing all around? And don't write in and say, snakes are good. They're good. They eat, you know, they eat mice. They don't do anything to them. I'm not one of those people. Okay. I know black snakes are good, but I just, (laughs) the only snake I like is a dead one. Where are they hiding out at? Everywhere. Anywhere? My cats are yeah. bringing them to us. They are oh. just – I just saw one is why my brain is on this. I think <laughs> just, You know, I always got to start Aww. with something random. But yeah. I planting, I don't normally think about it. I'm in the high tunnel. I'm putting my hand down to like pull out ranunculus, corms. Mm-hmm. And like it's the only thing I'm thinking about is like if I pull up a snake, I'm going to be done for the day. I will be, <laughs> I'll be over. Would you like – would you scream? Or would you just – I would be like, unfiltered. No, I would just like <laughs> drop it and just yell for Elizabeth to come get it. I, she picks them up and takes them every once. A, so I will just see her. They were up working and I would just see her on the gator just drive by to the, clear to the other end of the road. And uh, I'm like, oh, they have another snake. That's what she's doing. She's telling me oh. how pretty the eyes are and everything. Oh I'm like, I will pay you to drive that thing four miles on the gator. Like get it away. <laughs> they don't have hands or feet how do they climb (laughs) like this is my thing like how are they just (laughs) and they just make their body really fat to fit into places and muscle up oh they're just (laughs) terrible they're terrible and i don't know why i hope it's i don't know if it's been a mild winter They are, there's so many, so many of them this year. I'm just, nothing I, this is not what we're talking about today, but we're doing a spill the dirt today. I guess I'm spilling my dirt a little bit. Venting. I don't really have any dirt. No, you've been in the dirt. Have you got summer annuals in yet? Yeah, yeah. Barely by the skin of our teeth, but yeah, we did. They're in. That's good. First one's in. Second one,
0: one, I know. Second probably going in, and probably I don't know, two to three weeks. Probably the next bunch will go in. But yeah, we're just—it's just that time of year. It is just there is so much going on. Peonies, you know, I peonies are blooming, which is beautiful and wonderful but it's like three times a day we're checking them and we're yep. trying to plant things and customers are crazy about peonies so they're like calling emailing you know trying to we're just trying to do it all it's just one of those times where it's just a pinch point on the farm mm-hmm. and um, we haven't gotten our dahlias in yet so that's the next focus but we're getting
1: there you're doing them different this year you're planting them a little differently with you're the doing, yeah we're going to try to use plant. the
0: transplanter to
1: plant okay. them so
0: we'll see it like it pops a hole in the we just have to make sure that the hole is going to be big enough to like lay the tubers in. Yeah. We're not sure. We're going to try to figure it out tomorrow, but we're hauling all the all the crates up from the basement and getting everything organized and we're it's just trial and error, which can be so painful figuring it yeah, out too. once we get it. Mm-hmm. Like, there is nothing worse than just trying to just trying to figure it out. And it's like you make mistakes and you have to correct small corrections. And you know, with tractor oh, implements right. and stuff, you're like adjusting little things here and there to make it better. And Judd does a really good job at that. But mm-hmm. um,
1: it's
0: a lot. It's a lot yeah. working we're, we're there. But I'm like, this, this morning I was talking to Maddie. Maddie is one of our employees. We were cutting peonies this morning at, at eight o'clock. The weather is just beautiful. Amazing. Yeah. I want to live in a world where I can harvest in the morning with a sweatshirt on. Yeah. It's just beautiful. Birds were chirping. was not hot. It was just amazing. Today was exceptionally beautiful.
1: It was. So, it was gorgeous here it was too. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it sounds like we need to move to New Zealand where oh, it's yeah. yes. temperate. Isn't that what they call it? <laughs> temperate climate. My yes. God. We have an interview coming out. We mm-hmm. we we hope. We had some technical yeah. stuff going on with it, but we have a really good interview. She's from Waikiki, right?
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: You said it. You, I don't know. You, you said mean, it. <laughs> I said it, but I don't know if that's You're correct. So from Somebody will tell me if it's not. <laughs> but it's like 40 to 70. Yeah. yeah. Right? Something Ideal. Like send me there, <laughs> please. Know. Yeah, but that's, I feel like that's what we've had. It's like we had crazy what crazy weather, and it's just yeah. been it's been gorgeous here. Yeah, yes, beautiful. Almost Memorial Day, and I my hands were cold this morning. I was like, "What is I happening?" I did get a sunburn. Uh, I got my first sunburn of the season. Did you the other day?
0: Yeah, I You wear your sunscreen. Day. Well, I wasn't that day. <laughs> I know. I just snuck
1: up on me. Mm-hmm. Just snuck up on me. So you super super goop. That was oh, my. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, That's what it's bougie. called, SPF seventy. Mm-hmm. Bougie. It's like a natural one, of course. Isn't um, that
0: Gwyneth Paltrow's? Or oh, she's super. I
1: don't know. Is she? I did oh, not wow. buy it because of that. I bought it because <laughs> it was in my stocking. Well, the first year, and then I buy it. My mom is it? It? yes. I is it Gwyneth? Don't ask. <laughs> Hold <laughs> on. I'll look it up. I need to look it up. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Yeah, you look it up and tell me. I will. So we have got, we've got some questions. We we throw it up. So if you're if you're new to the podcast, every Sunday on Instagram, we throw up our little. Sp- question box and we call it spill the dirt. And one of our dirt bags gave us that name, told us the name of spill the dirt, which is so cute. Uh, And so you can ask us anything and then we create episodes off of it. So sometimes there's a theme, sometimes there's not a theme Mm -hmm. for what we're talking about, but uh, it's a lot of questions that we think other people, you know, might need answers to or something that we can answer, you know, relatively quickly. So did you look it up? Hold on. (laughs) I
0: was trying to to read (laughs) it.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I was afraid. You put your you put your phone down. I know. Best of
0: beauty. Yeah. Super. Well that's because she owns goop G-O-O-P. Oh. I I thought. Or not. She probably does. <laughs> I don't know. I can't well, look it up.
1: Somebody we'll look it up. We'll look it up. <laughs> somebody will tell us. Somebody will tell us. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> will. So okay. Let's let's jump yeah. in. So our first question somebody asked is, do you ever feel trapped by your business? And I I really think there are times that I have. There are there are times that I have felt trapped. Um, and and trapped meaning I can't something you hear often is I own a farm and I can't leave. You know, how mm-hmm. do you leave your farm? How do you leave your business? Like there's something to do all the time, and I'm a one-man band, and so mm-hmm. I can't, I don't have employees. And I absolutely understand that feeling because I've I've been there. I've even I've even felt that with employees, having employees yeah. before. I mm-hmm. felt like I still can't leave. And This sounds super woo-woo, but the truth is I just quit telling myself that I can't leave. And I I consulted with somebody uh, in the winter and I was talking about traveling and how like freedom is just one of my values that I really love. I like to have freedom in my schedule and some flexibility. It's super important to me. And she said, it's so refreshing to hear you say that because, you know, as a business owner, there there is no off switch. Our brains, we have to shut them off. And so my answer to that question is do I ever feel trapped? Yes, I have it comes up. but when it does, now I really I try to recognize it and figure out a way to, redirect that and and either find a solution for it um, does that mean I need to like cut back have less on my schedule I do have the luxury of having employees at this point you know do I schedule it we have an employee now that's going to be working on Sundays because I realize that I'm super frustrated that I end up working on Sundays a lot even if it's just checking seeds for water yeah. and maybe they're here for an hour it's an hour that yeah. I don't have to do it you know we always talk about the sunflowers that bloom on Sundays You know, they always, they 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 love, they love love Sunday. Sunday, if you guys want a good harvest day, it's Sunday. (laughs) It's always Sunday when there's nobody here Um, or you just want a break. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that, I have felt that way for a long time and I still have moments that creep in of that, but I have really committed to figuring it out how I'm, I'm not feeling, feeling trapped, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I don't know. What about you? Are you... I think trapped is a tough word
0: because I don't feel like I have no other options and I have to be doing this. I think, do I feel anchored down by the business sometimes? 100% yes. Do I feel like we can't leave (laughs) sometimes? It's gotten better. I mean, during the first years, Mm -hmm. the grueling years, for sure. I mean, we were putting in the long hours. I felt it was hard to leave. Like I'm assuming that we knew what we were doing. We were just figuring it out, let alone somebody else being in charge of our stuff. We didn't even know how to explain it to them to do half of the time. So that was hard. I am completely enthralled with the business process of Mm -hmm. owning the farm. And I would really, if you are feeling trapped, I guess I would I would really encourage you to try to find some inspiration and excitement from the process of owning your own business. Because I don't, you can insert any business into this. Yeah, anybody can feel trapped if you're not enjoying what you're doing. It's going to be like, oh, I have to do this, or everyone's going to think I'm a failure. I have to do this, or what else am I going to do next? I quit my job and now I'm I'm here and now, and now I hate it. and I have to do it. I mean, I'm trapped. I would never feel like you can't dig yourself out of something. You are, cannot be trapped. Mm-hmm. For me, it's there's so many perks to what we do, and I really focus on those things. Do I get grouchy sometimes on Saturdays when I want to relax after the market, but I have to go harvest peonies? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that irritate me deep down with inside my soul <laughs> and come out in some type of... Rage that nobody's expecting. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) But you don't set the peony field on fire. No. I, you know what? I am very thankful I have Judd. We really do balance each other out because he's like, he's a guy who would work all day if I let him. Mm -hmm. So, me, I'm like, okay, but we haven't seen our kids all day. We need to be back in doing it. So, it's like doing stuff with them. So, it's balance. And I feel – if you feel like you're trapped, I think it's because you're very out of balance. Nobody's trapped. We're not trapped. Um, This is all a choice. And I really encourage you to find inspiration, right?
1: I mean – Yeah. No, 100%. The idea about – we've talked about this so many times, but the life-giving – Life taking, Mm -hmm. what's giving you energy, what's taking it away? So, if the feeling and you're describing it maybe as trapped Mm -hmm. is something that's draining you, or you feel like it's just a trudge, that's something really to look at. I just look at it all as information. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if I find myself and I have over the years saying like, this is not sustainable, this is not sustainable Mm -hmm. at the pace I was working when I was working full time. And so I'd be like, okay how do i fix that and i'm the same way like the business side of owning a business to me just lights me on fire me like it's the it. the figuring it out piece and even the hard stuff even the part where you're like this is really 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 hard it is encouraging for me to find the solution for it mm-hmm. so um it's like anything my my therapist says facts are not feeling no wait feelings are not facts mm. and mm. What that means is like it passes, right? Mm-hmm. We feel like super enraged with these peonies. And the next minute you're yeah. cutting them in a sweatshirt the next morning, you're like, this is your love so great. Like, oh, I this the weather's perfect. perfect. Yeah. The moment <laughs> passes. So yeah. just know that you can rage harvest all you want. And then you're not gonna <laughs> always be rage. If you're always rage harvesting, yeah. maybe we need to look at it. But yeah. it's even even if it is, like you're taking it in as information, and you're like, I don't know mm-hmm. if this is for me. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay too. Owning a business is tough because it is 24 seven. And your brain, you, I know for myself, I have to sometimes I'll say, like with whoever I'm at, I'll say, I need a code word if I'm talking about work because I love what I do. I love yeah. talking about it. It's my whole entire life, but it is, it, it does not, I am. Doesn't define me. I am somebody outside of this Mm -hmm. business. So, yeah, it's that's a whole man. We could probably have a whole episode on just Mm -hmm. that this topic in itself because it's it's a beast. If you're feeling that way, hang in there. Just use it as information to kind of move the business forward, and Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, you know, make make changes if you need it. So
0: yeah, next month on the in the insiders, we're talking about like looking at our businesses and kind of reassessing. And if you're kind of finding yourself in a spot where you're like. Wow, I hate this. (laughs) You know, the beauty of what we do is that it can be as big or as small as you want it to be. It can be as niche or as wide, you know, as you can grow as many flowers or as few flowers as you want to. And there's all businesses, profitable businesses within those categories, all of those different Mm -hmm. ones. And we can make it what we want it to be. So we are not trapped. We're not. We can yeah. find a way
1: out of anything and just need to listen to ourselves. I think when this episode comes out, we have three three days left to join. So we're you'll be early June. You'll be in this mm-hmm. until the fifth. You can still join for the insiders too for yeah. that month. So mm-hmm.
0: okay. Next question. How many flower farms is too many in a small country town? This is a tough one. I mean I, <laughs> I it's it's hard. I Lindsay and I live in very different areas for me i there are some flower farms around here but none that i would necessarily compare to the the scale that we are so not that i don't feel like i have very much competition i do but i feel like lindsay i don't know you ha- you
1: i think you have a better insight on this because you live in a smaller town than yeah me. with any with any business venture that you're going to go into i would do your research do your homework on market saturation meaning is there potential to sell within that market? If you have mm-hmm. three flower farms and there are 5,000 people in your town, you're gonna have to get creative about mm-hmm. who you're selling to. You know, maybe you're focusing just on florists or you're doing just a you-pick. If there's two you-picks in a tiny town, I would say maybe try a different avenue. I'm not telling you not to try it, but you're going to have different hurdles, even living, you know, even further out than what I am. You know, I have about 10,000 people in Marietta, but in my county and surrounding counties, you know, there's close to 30,000, which I'm always looking at, like, how do we expand? So my range of travel is going to be further. But if you're in a tiny town, you're going to be even further than that. So there's no magic number, but it would be, I would have you do a little research on like, what is their business model? Where else can you capitalize maybe on an opportunity that they're not selling to? Maybe you do workshops and you do, you know, agritourism pieces and they're selling to florists and they're doing weddings, you know? So it really all depends on gathering some information, but I would never discourage you from trying because maybe they're going to tap out, you know, they're They're done. they They don't want to do it after a couple of years and you keep you know trudging forward and you have a mm-hmm. flower stand by this you know the roadside or something. So you know, if your heart's in it, go after it. I think passion and drive and grittiness win yes. every time. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I think the mental endurance that it takes to run a business, if you're mm-hmm. you want this, whatever you want, you will have it. So yeah. regardless of how many flower farms are, you know, you'll find a way to sell it. So sell dried flowers on Etsy, man. That's, yeah. that's blowing up too. And I think the squeaky wheel gets the, what is that? For? What's the, the voice? Squeaky, squeaky wheel gets the oil?
0: There you go. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I think um the you need to really focus on putting yourself out there because sometimes no matter, and I mean, I, I think there's a lot of different businesses that are like this, but sometimes the person who's the loudest, or talking about themselves or connecting with their customers more is naturally going to get more attention than the other. So you need to think what is not going to be my secret sauce? Maybe it's you. Like I hope that it is like you feel that it's you. Like okay, this is what I'm going to bring to my farm. This is how I'm going to connect with people differently. This is my niche. And then you have a completely different business. So it really is I would try to put your blinders on and not worry about about other people because other people are going to come and go. And you need to be the toughest nut out there promoting yourself, connecting with your customers. And I think if you put your blinders on and being the best, most unique, cool flower farm around, then I think you should have no trouble. Some people mm-hmm. were like, oh, oh, oh no, somebody else popped up. Oh my gosh, and all that. I mean, I just would try not to worry about that too much. Don't like wallow in all of that for too long i would just keep your blinders
1: on yeah that's yeah. good advice okay so we got somebody asked how do i pay for employees and still pay myself and we ha- <laughs> yeah we have a two episodes on employees episode 29 in episode thirty, so you could go back and listen to those. I think we tackle this, we tackle this in some profit stuff too, and some of the profit episodes like around January. But that's tough. So at the how you pay yourself is your net profit at the end of the year. So your total revenue, um, you know, everything you brought in, your gross receipts minus your expenses is what you get paid out of at the bottom. If you're running legit payroll. And that means taking taxes out. Some of those wages then become an expense to you, your employees' wages. So there's sort of some benefits to having, a, you know, having employees, and and they, they become they're obviously also an asset to yeah. you because they help you earn more money. Mm-hmm. So we're always looking at employees as a cost, right? But they really add. Value. You're looking at what they, yes, we're always, from a business standpoint, we are looking at the cost. And I know I've made jokes about like seeing $20 bills or whatever, walking around in the field, you know, like just pulling weeds, but they really help you bring more money in the door. So that's just one way to kind of look at that. And then it's tricky in the beginning. I've, I've said this many times, but I was super nervous to, to bring on employees because I wanted to make sure I had enough money in my account and it just expanded our business in a way. Yeah. And, and made it happen. You're never going to feel 100% ready to just pull the trigger. You're always going to feel nervous. I believe you're going to feel nervous unless you have kahunas or kahuna, kahunas. <laughs> Is <it> kahunas? <laughs> yeah. Get yourself kahunas. some <laughs> steel, brass ones, whatever, <laughs> yeah. unless you've got those. Yes. You know, so yeah, it's, uh, I would recommend maybe just starting out, just doing some part time employees, a part time employee, so that yeah. you can kind of get grooved in and feel like, you know, maybe just a certain, maybe it's spring and maybe it's fall that to help you a little bit and then be able to pay yourself out of that. But I really think you'll see the return on having an employee and you'll eventually, you know, not Mm -hmm. get as nervous. I mean, remember you and I texting about, we're like, Mm -hmm. I think we first jumped on the payroll bored at the same time. Yes. We were like, oh, wow, okay. is this normal? <laughs> I remember like, is this how much it's yeah. supposed to be? Yeah, that um, happened to me. yeah, it did me too. For
0: us, I mean, we paid employees before we even paid ourselves. It's hey, true. Am I saying that's the right way? This is true. At the time though, the employees got us to the point where the business could be big enough for Judd and I to come off of our other jobs it gave us that opportunity to expand where we could make enough money to do that. Yeah. If we would have stayed stagnant at the current amount of space that we were growing on, we never would have been able to earn enough income to pay ourselves. So we paid employees. And I mean, even up until this year, some employees, when I was looking at what we were paying ourselves, they were making more than Judd and I combined. Mm-hmm. So also, <laughs> one mm-hmm. other thing on that is that I try, not to, I try not to worry too much about the number of – is it important how much I pay myself? 100%. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did – when I first started, did I just like cover our expenses and a few extras and did it feel tight? Sure. It did a little bit. But now it's grown and grown. I'm like, okay, and I'm easily making a living with this and I'm not feeling strapped. Plus, the farm gives me a lot of other benefits. For example, mm-hmm. our main vehicle, we also use as a delivery van, so we – the business pays for that the business pays for my electricity the business pays for other things around the farm and the house there's a lot of write offs associated with it and we're and and it, so there are perks like the business pays for some personal yeah. things for ourselves that are intertwined within the business so i try not to focus on that too much i just think you need to look at your own finances and say what do i need to be comfortable and happy do i need to you know, make twenty thousand dollars a month from my farm business? no, I really don't need that. we I mean, would it be nice? I mean sure I'm not saying yeah. no, but I think we really put a lot of emphasis on that number and it's important it really is, but I would try to figure out what the, what scale does your business need to be to produce that number? Can you do that by yourself and get to that? For me, the answer was no. so we paid employees before we paid ourselves. It's super complicated, complicated, mm-hmm. you know but yeah. I don't know. Stuff.
1: Yeah. No, it's very true and I I've it's like I forgot that for half a second. Mm. You and I were on the same same page. Yeah. I mean honestly, I'm there's a lot of factors that go into this too. How conservative are you with your money? How mm-hmm. much money do you want in your business versus your personal account? Yeah. It's really all the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. For me, I'm a yes. sole sole me yeah. um member LLC and so Lindsay's checking and Wild Roots checking. It's the the end of the tax day. It's me paying all those taxes. Okay. So I operate that I like to have more money in the business accounts. I still have money in my personal checking and savings and all of those things. But- my anxiety around the business having employees i feel better having money in that account mm-hmm. my employees you know that like you're saying like who makes more or whatever it's it, don't get focused you're 100% yeah. right don't get hung up on that number because there are yeah. so many other things you know the the van the greenhouses yes all of those things those are assets that have value to them I know I I wanted to know like well how much money can you make flower farming you know and that Lynn Benzekayne's book says mm-hmm. like you, know, you can make thirty thousand on one acre full time I don't know what the context was with that whether that was like gross receipts or whether that was profit and it's all a really different story whether you have equipment or you mm-hmm. lease your land, whether you own, I lease, you own, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into this that make it a really hard, a hard question to answer. It isn't because we're being dodgy and we don't, you know, no. um, we don't want to share information, but it's just yeah. a very, you know, I don't have children, you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- there's a lot of factors that go into to figuring those numbers out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in the exact same boat. I paid employees because I had a full-time job Yeah. We didn't need anything from the business. We just needed it to grow so we could eventually pay ourselves. Yeah. And whether, like you said, whether that's right or wrong, it just happened Mm -hmm. to be how we both did it, which I think is how you and I kind of clicked up. It was like, oh, you're doing it the same. Oh, you read Profit First. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, you, you know, like there were so many things that aligned in that way. So yeah, I don't know. I hope that Mm -hmm. helps a little bit. Next one. What do you use for health insurance?
0: Okay. This is the first year Judd has left his UPS job. I, did, I think I've shared that here. I have. Mm-hmm. And the health insurance was the last piece for us to f- get figured out. We have three kids. One of my kids has a heart defect. So there's extra testing and stuff that goes on with that. Otherwise, we're very healthy individuals. So... We did a lot of things. We looked into a lot of things. There's like a Christian ministry health care plan. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. I forgot
0: that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people use that and love it. Linds you love it?
1: hmm I yeah. do. I've had it. I actually did not have health insurance at my last job. So this was a fairly mm-hmm. easy transition for me. That I just use Christian healthcare ministries. It's I can it, there's a lot of details to it, but it's it's not actually an insurance. It's mostly like catastrophic. So mm-hmm. but yeah, that's one option.
0: Mm-hmm. So what we did was through we asked first of all ask other people around you who are farming doing we're all in the same boat with this So that's why I did I started asking other people hey how did you get health insurance what do you do some people are going to tell you well I have it through my spouse so I don't have to worry about it for us we got directed towards our local chamber of commerce they and if you if you are a member there which is like two hundred fifty dollars a month a year or a month oh year sorry <laughs> <laughs> two. Or- Busy a month? No, like a year. No, a year. And I don't go to meeting. I mean, that this particular one, I'm just paying the fee. Yeah, (laughs) and and then you get to be a part of a group plan that a lot of chamber and commerce chamber of commerce are like grouped under. So we explored that, and they hooked us up with a broker who could help us with that. So there's that, or there is the. Bureau. And then what's the the national one? Why can't I think of the name? Like the Healthcare.gov. Yes, healthcare thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there's some options there too. Healthcare.gov is going to be based on your income, which if you're just getting started and you're just paying yourself, maybe that's low enough that you could get a pretty mm-hmm. decent plan and do really do really good with that. We don't yeah. need a ton of insurance. We just mostly need preventative care and a few other things. So we have a just a high why can't I think? Yes, I, we have an HSA plan that has like a, a a decent deductible and so the business pays that premium and it puts like 250 or 300 bucks a month into an HSA. So that's how we're saving for some of our other stuff for my son who has a heart defect. Hmm. So there's lots of different yeah. ways to do it. I would just find a broker that you trust. There's there's insurance brokers out there who specialize in this kind of stuff. So yeah.
1: Um, I think there's been a lot of fear around it too. I mean, people freak out yeah. when I say I don't have insurance. I have catastrophic. I mean, I get stitches about once a year. As just seems to be the average. I work yeah. a little too fast with clippers. <laughs> <laughs> um so mm-hmm. and I just pay that out of pocket. That's usually how that works. But at yep. mine, you can look into them. There's a lot of great, a lot of great places out there mm-hmm. that you can you can look into. Yes. But it's not as complicated or as yeah. expensive as it was um, yeah. when stuff sort of changed. So yeah, just look into it. There's lots mm-hmm. of options. I was so. surprised
0: how easy it was.
1: Yeah. Incredibly yeah. easy.
0: Exactly. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. If you love what you're hearing, please hit the subscribe button. That way you will be alerted and you will not miss out on any future episodes. If you have not joined us yet over at at the dirt on flowers insiders group um, our june memberships is open now we talked about that earlier we're talking about reassessing and looking at different income streams in the month of june so for just three more days until june 5th the, the doors will be open so if you're new and you haven't checked out our membership you can click the link in our show notes and be sure to check it out it will take you right to the membership page with all the info each month we're digging deeper into our podcast episodes with our other dirt bags we're learning and inspiring each other over there so go ahead and join our wait list if you're listening to this and the doors are not open always on our instagram at dirt on flowers we are talking flowers posting there interacting with you guys so leave us a comment or message we really love hearing from you and of course thank you for being here i know and we appreciate your minutes we know that they're precious especially during this busy flower season so we hope you found so much value and we
1: will see you at the same time same place next week